summary of the Sicha. Our Parsha begins, and it will be if you will listen to the mitzvahs of Hashem. And Rashi explains that this means that even those mitzvahs which are trampled underfoot, Akiv means the heel, even those mitzvahs which others consider to be small mitzvahs and they trample underfoot, if you keep even those, so then Hashem will give you all the blessings that the Pasuk goes on to say. The Medrash says it a little bit differently. The Medrash says the mitzvahs kalas that people don't pay attention to, but they cast them aside under their, their feet. So there seems to be a great difference between the, Rashi, the way Rashi says it. Rashi says you trample them on the foot, which means you do them, but you just, you know, they're not as important and they get uh, sort of ignored in a certain way. You don't feel as, as important. But the Medrash says you cast them away. What does that mean? You don't do them? Is that what the Medrash is talking about? The Medrash goes on to say that when David HaMelech says, what, am I, what, what do I have to fear? The sins, I'm afraid that those sins of the heel, those will surround me. That's what I'm afraid of. The important, the serious mitzvahs, I don't have anything to fear, I did them well. But the, those mitzvahs, that's what I fear. Maybe I didn't do them. So what, again, what is the Medr saying here? Was David HaMelech afraid that he didn't do the, the simpler mitzvahs, the lower, what, he can, what are some people consider the lower level mitzvahs? David HaMelech himself says in another Pasuk in Tilim, and the Medr actually says it, right? The next, med, the next uh, paragraph says it. That the Pesach said, the David Amalek says, Gam Also, your servant was was careful about those. B'shamram Ekev Rav. When I kept the Ekev Rav, which means the mitzvahs, which are Ekev, which are the uh, foot level mitzvahs, and I did them well, I did them greatly. So David Amalek did do them. So what is he saying that he's afraid of in the future? So the explanation is, the Medrash certainly is not saying that David Amalek didn't do certain mitzvahs. Of course he did all the mitzvahs. He was careful about all the mitzvahs. But what he's saying is that it's possible that because those mitzvahs are considered to be akiv, in their level of importance, some would consider them to be less important. So I may have had an attitude that because of their, there is a hierarchy. These are more important mitzvahs and these are less important mitzvahs. So the person thinks to himself, those are akev, which means they come last. Where, where do you start? If you want to have a logical and orderly life, a spiritual, a spiritually orderly life, you start with the most important mitzvahs, and you do those. And when you've perfected those, then you go to the ones that are not on the level of the head, but on the level of the neck, close to the head. They're also serious, but not as serious as those very serious ones, and then you perfect those. And then you go down the, uh, the chain of importance, and at some point, eventually, you also get to the mitzvahs which are on the level of the heel, the least important mitzvahs. It would make no sense to start from the lower level mitzvahs down the ones at the below by the feet, by the heels, and then work your way up and do those uh, the lesser important mitzvahs first. That would make no sense. The Rebbe gives examples. If you come to a yid and you say. You should have obviously thrall to every Jew, even somebody that you'd never met before. Nobody ever, he never did you a favor, but he never met him. Have proper obviously thrall to him. So the person says, how could I do that? 
even the people that I do know and the people that have done me uh, favors, I still haven't mastered that I should love them as much as myself. How am I supposed to do that for somebody that I've never met? How can I start with that? Also, you come to somebody and say, you have to learn chitas, chumash, tilim, tanya. So he says, I don't even, I'm not perfect in my davening from the siddur, I'm not perfect yet. So the things which the Antrik Nesagdoyle instituted for me to say, I am not yet uh, doing properly. You want me to do things which not, it's not in Shulchan Aruch, it's not in, uh, in not even the Ramah, not even the later Achreinim uh, say that you have to do this. It's an Indian of Chsidus that you should do Chitas. How could I start with that if I'm not perfect in my Siddur yet? First I should perfect my davening, then I'll do uh, things which come at uh, the next level, the next level, eventually I'll get the Chitas. Not saying that we shouldn't do Chitas, but there is an order in which you have to approach these things. And as somebody uh, said, was once told, asked to show an, ex- an extent of Avas Yisrael to someone that was it wasn't even required according to Allah so he responded that would be like if somebody was walking down the street without shoes and without a uh, shirt but he's wearing a tie I am in my obviously stroll doesn't have its proper shirt and shoes yet I should put on a tie and, and show over love which is not even required for a person that I don't know or and so on but the truth is that by Yiddishkeit does not begin with Seichel. Yiddishkeit begins with Emunah and with Kabbalah Soil. And so, and the reason is because the purpose of a mitzvah is Tzafsa V'chibur, as the word expresses that it is a connection and attachment to Hashem. The word mitzvah means attachment. So therefore, every mitzvah, in its essence, what is a mitzvah? The will of Hashem. So it doesn't matter whether it's an important mitzvah or a less important mitzvah, if it's the head mitzvah or the leg or the heel mitzvah, they're all the will of Hashem. And through every mitzvah you attach yourself to Hashem. So to a yid it shouldn't make a difference whether it's an important mitzvah or a less important mitzvah. All of them are equally connections to Hashem. But because the Sahara is a professional at his job, so therefore he comes up with reasonings and even comes up with good parables and to show you that it doesn't make sense according to logic it doesn't make sense according to logic it may not make sense but according to our approach to Yiddishkeit which is Nasa before Nishma that we doesn't have to have a logical basis at the beginning it must first it has to have a dedication on our part Nasa whatever Hashem says that's what we want to do we want to be connected to Hashem so it doesn't matter that the Yitzhahara doesn't understand the logic of it the Friedrich Rebbe once related that he hired a teacher for his children and that teacher had an attitude which was that you don't teach children things which are um, they can't accept logically they don't make sense like the miracles that the Torah tells it doesn't make sense why do you have to overwhelm children with things which they can't understand let's start with explaining the rational things to them and when they have a good solid foundation of the rationality of Yiddishkeit, then you can introduce things which are super logical, because then they'll be able to acclimatize it and understand and relate to it better. When the Rebbe Rashab found out that this was his attitude, he said that he should be dismissed immediately. This is not how you teach children. 
you have to teach children and adults too that we begin with Emunah and we begin with Kabbalah Sayyid. And we, we do tell them miracles of the Torah because the miracles inculcate into them the union of Amunah, the idea of faith. And even those things which they do understand, even things which are rational, we do them because we have faith, not because they make sense to us. That's the basis of all of Yiddishkeit. And all the calculations which go, which go against that, they come from the Yitzhahara. So that explains what David HaMelech was saying. Not that he didn't do the mitzvahs which are kalis. It's just that he was afraid that in his mind it could ha- it's possible that the, his attitude was that the important mitzvahs he'll do with great, he understands the importance of them and therefore he'll do them with greater attention. In his mind they're more important and therefore he may have been have more chayas in those mitzvahs but the lesser ones he may have done with, a, with somewhat less chayas than the important ones and that's what he was afraid of Rebbe says what is Lama Ira Bimei Ra in the days of bad what is the Bimei Ra what is that att- uh, referring to Bimei Ra means the days of the world that we live in it's an evil world it's a bad world in what sense Everything here is conducted according to nature. The world runs in a natural way. In a natural way, the Jewish people are one lamb amongst 70 wolves. And there would be no way that, it, that the, Jew, the Jewish people could exist in this, uh, in this kind of a climate. In fact, even the Rabbeim said that even the Parnassah that a Yid has in this world cannot be considered natural. It would be unnatural for a Yid to be able to go about doing his Parnassah in this world. The world just do- wouldn't allow it. It's all, the, a Yid's Parnassah is considered like man. It's like Hashem showering man upon you. It's completely supernatural. It's completely above nature. When can a Yid expect that kind of supernatural attention from Hashem, from the world around him? that Hashem should allow nature to provide him in a supernatural way, when his attitude to Hashem is supernatural, in other words, I don't make calculations, I do what Hashem wants, whether it's small or big, it doesn't matter, I don't care what it is that Hashem wants, He wants it, we do it, then Hashem reciprocates, and He gives you whatever it is that you want, and whatever it is that you need, even if it doesn't make sense, even if it's supernatural, even if it doesn't work, in the world, uh, according to the world's um, natural calculation, but if a yid starts to live their life with these calculations, what makes sense and what doesn't make sense? What should I do? Do more importantly, what should I do less importantly? Then chas v'shalom, the reciprocal attitude from milmaila from Hashem can also be. It's all calculated. It all works according to what nature says, and nature doesn't allow for a yid to be able to exist normally in the world that we live in but if we have the right attitude then there's nothing to fear and Hashem who is our shepherd will take care of every last uh, uh, lamb and every last uh, yid will be taken care of in a way that is supernatural and as the Pasuk says then if you in other words pay attention to the small ones with the same importance as the big ones so then Hashem will uh, keep his covenant with you and he will love you and he will bless you and he will cause you to flourish Um, you will be blessed from all the nations and 
eventually, uh, very soon we should go al Hadama to the land of Israel, which Hashem promised to give to our forefathers, and it should be immediately now.